You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Hey, what's up, everybody? Listen, if you have not heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Yeah, I got your attention now, right? Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast. That's right. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum viewership. Number five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. Dot FM to get started. What's up, everybody? My name is Cliff, and you are listening to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we, through conversation, discuss ways that we can effectively address life's most difficult moments. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What Now Podcast. My name is Cliff, and I'm excited that you are listening. And I know you guys are listening. As I always say, I do see the numbers. I appreciate each and every one of you. I'm grateful that you take time to listen, all right? If you ever have any subject you would like for us to cover on the What Now Podcast, feel free to email us at Clifton. No, don't email me there. Email me at CP Ventilates. That's C P V E N T I L A T E S at Clifton Petty John P E T T Y J O H N dot com. All right. Email me there. Tell me a subject you would like for me to talk about, and I will bring it up on the show. All right. So let's hop right into today's subject. I have a question for you on today, and that question is. What would happen if you would just free yourself enough and allow you to be you? Now, some of you might be 
you might hear me say that and you'll probably say, Cliff, I am me. But are you you to your fullest capacity? Like really, have, do you allow yourself to breathe, to stretch, to move, to create in a manner that reflects who you were created to be? Or do you shrink back sometimes? Many of us shrink back sometimes. We shrink back for various reasons. Some of us shrink back because we're afraid of what people might think, what people might say, or what people might believe. Some of us shrink back because we're nervous and we're scared and we're apprehensive because some of the things that we've been called created and designed to do, some of the creativity that plays in our hearts and in our minds seems crazy. I mean, it seems crazy. It seems radical. It seems revolutionary. And it scares us at times. And it scares us at times. That's the reality of it. However, if you're ever going to be great, if you're ever going to be unique, if you're ever going to be authentically who you've been called, created, and designed to be, you have to embrace that raw, crazy side of you that is packed with so much creative power and authority and revelation and dominion. You have to embrace it. Now, am I saying that you just go out here and just start doing the craziest stuff? No. But you must understand that everything that you have been called to do, not everybody's going to agree with it. And to some, it's always going to be crazy. Every leader, every revolutionary leader we've ever had, and it's Black History Month, so we can look at those who stood as leaders, you know, for not just for our people, but for the, the human race. Everything that they attempted to do, they were viewed as crazy. Some of them was view, were viewed as heretics. Some of them were viewed as rebellious, and they were rebellious. They were rebellious against the system, against the system. So what I want to talk to you tonight about is, as I said, allowing yourself to be, even if that means being rebellious against the system that you have become accustomed to submitting to. Now, some of you are going to hate me with that right there because some of us are handicapped, or some of us are limited, or some of us are, are, are smothered by systems that taught us great principles, gave us a great foundation. However, some of those things were only taught, only taught to us, or some of those things we were only supposed to experience for the foundation. It wasn't supposed to be the subtotal of our lives. And we've allowed this to be the subtotal of our lives. And we feel boxed in and we feel like we can't break out. And we feel if we do break out, it's going to hurt this person's feelings. It's going to hurt that person's feelings. And Cliff, I just don't want to be that one that hurts this person's feelings or hurt that person's feelings. But the reality is sometimes you have to because if you're not willing to hurt someone else's feelings, you're hurting your own feelings. So you are punishing yourself. You're become ab becoming abusive to yourself. Now, I'm not telling you to go out here and intentionally hurt people's feelings by being mean or doing other things, you know, unethical things to them. But I'm talking about when you don't want to hurt people's feelings because what they have programmed you to believe is you or believe to be or believe what you were called and designed to do, you will stand up to them and tell them, that's not me. That's not who I am. That's not what burns on the inside side of me. That's not what I was created and called to do. Will you let you be you? Will you allow yourself to be free enough to heal? 
I'm really big on this one, y'all. Will you allow yourself to be free enough to heal? Or are you just going to continue to suppress those things that have happened to you? Suppress those things that you've done to yourself? Suppress those things that bother you, that torment you in the middle of the night, that torment you during the day, that stop you from going for uh, promotions, that stop you from starting a business, that halt you in ministry, that halt you in relationships, that halt Taught you in your personal life. Are you going to stand up and allow yourself to be healed? Are you going to allow yourself to be made whole? Are you going to allow yourself to be free enough to be who you are? Are you going to allow yourself to dress the way that you want to dress? Some people won't dress the way that they want to dress because they feel as if, well, this is what's suspected of me. Now, I'm not encouraging you to just go out here and just, hey, you know, but I am encouraging you to develop your own identity, have your mentors, have your leaders, have those that you look up to, but don't try to copy and be them. Yes, there are some traits that will be you, that will be them, will be like them. That's actually you, but you don't want, you want to make sure that you're not attempting to mimic them, that you are learning how to pave your own path. And then I say to the mentors and to the leaders, Learn to let go. Learn to let people learn lessons on their own. Sometimes people can't learn the lessons that, that they need to learn because we're so smothered. Well, I don't want this to happen to them because this happened to me. And when it happened to me, this is how I handled it. Okay, number one, they're not you. Number two, give them advice. Share your truth with them. Completely share your truth with them. Because some people, some of us, even as, as mentors, haven't been as honest with our mentees as we need to be. And if we were honest, they could understand why some of us have become smothering. Why some of us are so forceful in our efforts to get them to understand something. Be, be real. Own your story. Own your truth. Own you. Own your likes, own your dislikes, y'all. This was something, and it may seem like it's a basic thing and it's an easy thing, excuse me, easy thing to do, but the reality is it's not always easy, especially when you've been programmed to be somebody that you're not. Or when you've allowed yourself, because we got to take responsibility, to be programmed to be somebody that you are not. So I understand it's not easy. I'm not talking to you from a place of, oh, it's just butterflies and rainbows and you make up your mind today and you don't face any opposition to it. No, baby. Now it's going to begin some growth work, some inner work that's going to have to take place. As I said, allow yourself to heal. The greatest thing you can do for yourself is allow yourself to be free enough to heal. And I'm going to tell you this. If you're going to heal, you have to stop listening to the advice of people that have modified their behavior, suppressed their feelings, and haven't dealt with the issues that they refuse to deal with. There's no way that you can get the healing that you need and going to counsel with somebody that refuse to, refuses to be healed in areas that are still holding them back. Sometimes you have to say, listen, baby, I, I respect your advice. I hear what you're saying, but I don't know if that's going to work for me because I see how it's working for you and it's not working that good for you. So come on, girl. Come on, homie. Let's go get the help that we need. 
You hear what I'm saying? You pull them with you. But if they decide not to go, then you realize that's a journey you might have to take on your own right now. Right now. And then you can go back and get them. But what you must do at the beginning of 2020, what you must, and it doesn't have to be just the beginning of 2020. Whenever you hear this, because I know that some will hear this years down the road. When you hear this, when you hear it, right then and there, you must make the initial step to heal yourself. You are not a benefit to your children. You are not a benefit to your family, your friends, your loved ones, your husband, your wife, your partner, your community, if you're a teacher, your students, if you're a pastor, your church, whatever you, whoever you are, you are not the greatest benefit, the greatest asset that you can be to those that you are serving until you learn to be a greater asset to yourself. Healing is yours. Deliverance is yours. Wholeness is yours. Financial freedom is yours. It is yours. The life that you desire and you want is yours. But you now have to take ownership and responsibility for it and walk that thing out. And walk that thing out. Will you let you be you? Some of us haven't found the right partner because we haven't found ourselves yet. <laughs> or can I be honest with you we found ourselves but we keep putting ourselves on the back burner and not wanting to do too much with ourselves because we don't like ourselves we haven't taken time to establish that relationship with ourselves I'm talking to myself even at 40 years old one of the greatest things I realized was number one I don't like me let me take a drink on that I don't like me I realized that in my 20s, but I just suppressed it, didn't deal with it. But it came back up around 39. I don't like you, Cliff. So I can understand people that don't like me. You feel me? I'm not always the easiest person to get along with. I'm not always the easiest person to be friends with. I wasn't almost. A, I wasn't always the, an honest person at all. You know, so I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. I get on my own nerves sometimes. I really do. But what I realized was I don't like me because I never took the time to get to know me. I never gave myself a chance. Uh-oh. I never gave myself a chance. I'm out here giving everybody else a chance, but I never gave Clifton Maurice Pettyjohn a chance. I never did. I never did. Some of, some of it was I bought into what others said about me. Some of it was I bought into the identity of decisions that I made that were not productive decisions. I bought into those things. Other, other ones, I just bought into the hype of other people. Like, if other people look like they had more fun to me, look more exciting to me, look more attractive to me. Like I, there was times I didn't even think that, and sometimes I still don't think that I'm an attractive person. Now, sometimes that, you know, I think I'm, you know, I'm all that, you know, real talk. I can look in the mirror, got a mirror right here, right now. I can look in the mirror and let myself know how good I look. But there's other times that I have to face a reality that I don't even want to look in the mirror. I don't even want to walk past the mirror and look at myself because of how I have bought into the idea that I just wasn't enough. And anytime you feel as if you're not enough, you won't allow yourself to be you. 
There's times that I haven't joked because I didn't know what people would think about me joking with them. So I wouldn't allow myself to be free to be me. There's sometimes I wouldn't act crazy or silly because I felt as if, do they need to see that side of me? What if they reject that side of me? They don't want that side of me. Y'all, I did all of that stuff all in my head. Now I'm at a place in life, and it may be because I'm 40, but I believe it's an enlightenment that I've come to and the self-work that I'm doing. I still got a lot of long ways to go. Long ways to go to deal with me. But uh, one of the things that I realize, and, and when I say that, guys, I don't want you to look at that from a place of brokenness. I want us to understand that we are whole. We just need to grab hold of all the pieces that we've allowed to be fragmented uh, as, as life went on. There's some pieces we have to go back and pick up and bring them back. We are whole. We just need to embrace that wholeness. Do you hear what I'm saying? We are whole. You need to embrace that wholeness. And part of embracing that wholeness is going to back, going back to get those pieces that you've laid down at different stages in your life. You had a traumatic experience. And whatever traumatic experience was what you had, you left a part of you there. You're whole. It's just that your wholeness right now is... is uh, um, Disperse in other areas. It's kind of like, um, I always say this. I know what I've been called and created to do. I know that I'm wealthy. I know that. I know I'm a, I'm a wealthy man. I'm, a, uh, I'm grateful for that. I have crazy ideas that, that are about to be put in the forefront that are going to be great solutions to individuals. And because I'm going to bring those solutions to those individuals, God's going to reward me greatly financially as well too so i know that so i always tell people you know i have i have it but i just don't have access to it right now that's kind of some of the fragmented pieces that you place you know uh, in different areas of your life you have those pieces it's still a part of you but you got to go back now and apprehend it you got to go get it nobody's going to go get it for you nobody's going to uh say the right thing that's going to make you feel good and make you feel whole again no baby you got to go get that thing yourself Put it where it needs to be put at, and now you'll begin to get that sense of wholeness. As I said, it's, it's working on the inside, working on you. But you got to allow you to be you. You got to allow you to escape. You got to unlock that prison door and throw away the key and let yourself run wild. And when I'm talking about running wild, I'm speaking creatively, creatively. And as far as living your life, y'all, live your life. Don't let anybody ever tell you not to live your life. Why? Because it's your life. God gave it to you. So live it to the best of your ability. Maximize every gift, talent, and ability that you have, as well as maximize your ability to have fun and enjoy it. Don't be so caught up in it that you don't enjoy it. This week, no, today, this week, this month, this year, this decade, free yourself to be you. As I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, y'all, execute your vision while being you. Be blessed. Peace.
Can you identify any areas in your life where stagnation is manifesting? Now, I know some of you might say, no, I can't. Well, I want us to look at stagnation for what it really is. Some people have identified stagnation as something that's not growing or that's not producing. I don't believe that stagnation. To me, stagnation can also be that yes, we're growing. Yes, we're producing. However, we're growing and producing in a manner that's disrespectful to the purpose and the greatness that resides inside of us. And listen, we all have areas where we can identify that we could be doing a lot better in. There's greater potential in those areas than we are experiencing. And guess what? I have a tool that will help you begin to experience transformation in those areas of stagnation in your life. And that tool is called From Stagnation to Transformation. That's right. That is my book, From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to head over to my website, www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. I want you to hit there. I want you to hit the Transformation tab. There you're going to find a free preview of my book. That's right. A free preview of my book. And I promise you, after you read the preview, you're going to want to invest in your personal transformation through purchasing the book. So again, hit over there. Purchase the book. Let me know you purchased it. Here's what I always say, guys. If you purchase the book, you read the book, you apply the principles in your life, and yet you still are stagnant in the areas that you are applying them to, and you're not experiencing any transformation, and you can prove to me that you have applied these principles, I will give you a, a 100% refund. That's right, a 100% refund. Why? Because I believe in the application of the principles that are outlined in this book. So again, visit www cliftonpettyjohn.com and purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation.